0: This is Marvel 616 Politics, Episode 16, with Andy Kirby and Jared Mayo. <laughs> How
1: are you doing, sir? I'm doing good, man. How are you doing?
0: I'm doing fantastic. You know, we had a special request for another episode on uh, The Bali Politic on Facebook. Uh, he was like, hey, when's the next episode coming out? And I was like, man, we j- we just did one. I I can't, you know, I can't keep up with all this nonsense. And he was like, well, I'm waiting. So, <laughs> I'm just teasing. He was genuinely interested. And to show how much of a geek I truly am, uh I, I was like, you know, I went home and I was like, Jackie, we had somebody actually ask for another episode. It was fantastic. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, Ben Stanley. Yep, that's who it was. And he and Michael have
1: already seen Iron Man 2.
0: I'm i I'm looking at that right now. Goodness gracious. They, well, they're both in the UK. Okay, all right. Oh, man. See, now we got to see this, like, Almost to me, I thought it comes out here May seventh, so like in a week.
1: I know we still have to
0: wait. Oh, <laughs> uh, oh wow, Whew. And you know what? What I'm really impressed about these two fine, upstanding gentlemen, part of the body politic, they ran right here and they were like, "I gotta post it on on you know Marvel six one six politics that Facebook site right away." So yeah, I'm impressed. I'm impressed.
1: Yeah, we've got some best, some of the best fans around, man.
0: I gotta tell you, we we get new people uh, commenting every day. I think, like every well, not nah, not every day, but every once in a while, I was like, hey, this person hasn't commented before. Hey, what's up? Anyway, our contact information. Let's do that. Uh, we got a sort of a, a quicker show tonight uh, because of time restraints, but that that's fine. That means it gets out quicker, so that's cool. But um Visit us at our website, marvel616politics.com. It's new and improved, and I basically had to learn HTML and CSS uh, just to get it up because I didn't know anything about those things. And so if you look at it and say, you know what, this isn't that impressive, give me a break, okay? I'm just learning, <laughs> just learning this stuff. <laughs> but I was looking at it. I thought it looked pretty good. Um, you can email us at uh, marvel616politics at gmail.com. And, of course, follow us on Twitter. It's at 616politics.
1: Absolutely, that's great. And we have two other ways to contact us. Uh, You can head us up on Facebook. Facebook.com slash Marvel616politics is our uh, Facebook site with lots of of comments like Andy was talking about earlier. You can even give us a holler and uh, leave us a message at 616-755-TINA. T-I-N-A.
0: I'm still waiting. I'm still waiting for that second voicemail. Uh, ba- way back in episode seven, we had our first voicemail. Somebody asking about Mystique, you know, and that was cool. It didn't have anything to do with necessarily the stories that were going on. But uh, I'm all about anybody ask calling up asking us if you want to be on the air. And I think part of the problem is Jared that our some of our fan bases in the UK, and so that's kind of a long distance phone call. But any of you USA. Out there uh, Drop us a line Tell us what you're doing uh, Call us when you're waiting in line For Iron Man 2 And uh, tell us how you know how big the line is And how excited everybody is We'll see But don't spoil it No, no, nay Oh come on, he's going to win What do you mean don't spoil it? There's no way he's going to die
1: No, but I don't want to know what happens
0: What are you talking about? He wins
1: well, Yeah, we know that But I don't know want to know all the details Until I get there
0: Okay, whatever. Anyway, I am looking forward to... What's the guy's name? Uh, Sam Rockwell, I believe. He is the industrialist that plays opposite Tony Stark. Oh, my. I, I'm, looking, I'm looking forward to that. He, he put on a great performance. I don't know if you saw this film, Moon.
1: Nope.
0: Oh, fantastic. It was basically just him, okay? It was uh-huh. just him. He finds a younger version of himself out in space. He's on the moon. And then Kevin Spacey is the voice of the computer. And everybody else in the movie is on a screen. Like he's talking to them on a screen. So you don't even really see their faces. Hmm. Oh, it's quite quite delightful. Huh. Well, that's cool. Yeah. Yeah. Miss Jacqueline saw it. Not her favorite. But, you know, still good. Oh, that's cool, man. <laughs> Alright, well... On the agenda for this evening, we're going to do a little bit of State of the Union, and then we have a special report with something that just happened yesterday that we're going to be talking about. And then, of course, we have our audience-loved Tina's, the Tina Awards, and hopefully we'll get that under two hours. No, seriously, I think we're going to get it under an hour and a half this time. (laughs) So let's do State of the Union. State of the Union. State of the Union. So, uh, did you pick out one or two topics that you wanted to talk about for uh, for this?
1: Well, I just kind of made sure I read everything, and there's stuff I didn't like about two of the issues, and three of the issues I thought were really good.
0: Oh, so you got a you got a nice size count there. That's cool. I got a couple things. I, I think I got three, well, two and a half things that really stuck out to me on these. Uh, what was your overall opinion? We're, we're talking about the, uh, the Siege tie-ins, the Siege one-shots, uh, specifically this time during State of the Union. We're talking about Siege Spider-Man, Siege Loki, Siege Captain America, Siege Secret Warriors, and Siege Young Avengers. First of all, what was your favorite? Uh, my
1: favorite was Siege Spider-Man.
0: Really? Okay, that's good. I have to admit yeah. that my favorite was Siege... Loki. Oh. <laughs> what do you mean, oh?
1: I wasn't. I thought you were going to say Siege Captain America. Why? really close. It's really why? close to Spider-Man.
0: No. I didn't like that one.
1: Oh. Man, we're just, I don't think we could be any more different. So that's what makes for a good podcast.
0: Okay. <laughs> Tell me why that was your favorite, Siege Spider-Man.
1: Siege Spider-Man, because, well, I mean, okay, overall, on the whole, when we're reviewing the Siege one-shots, they really didn't have a whole lot, you know, they didn't have a whole lot of bearing on the main story. No. You could read Siege one through four and not read these and still get the whole story. So, so let's start that off, first of all. Uh, all five of them, you don't need to buy them, <laughs> unless you really are, like, into the nitty-gritty of Siege. So, taking that into account, you know, I have to pick my favorite one, and... I would have picked, I I do pick the Siege Spider-Man one shot because basically it was 24 pages of Spider-Man and Venom fighting. It was just like a good whole brawl, you know? I knew that nothing was going to come out of this, just a nice fight. Ms. Marvel jumped in and had some good scenes. And and that's cool. I haven't seen Spider-Man and Venom go at it for a little while. I'm down with that. So it was just nice to see a good fight between Spider-Man and Venom.
0: See, normally I would, I would agree with you like 100%, but this time the art kind of threw me a little bit. I didn't like it that much, and the story was just so, so flat. Like, it wasn't, it didn't have that many dimensions at all. But other than that, I did like it. I usually r- like how Reed uh, writes Spider-Man. Uh, Brian Reed does a good job, and we saw that back in uh, Miss Marvel 46 when they went on their date. Which I don't know if you've read that yet. Uh,
1: I, I was kind of hit and miss with the Ms. Marvel series. I would read a couple issues, get away. Read a couple, get away.
0: Yeah, yeah, that makes sense. But this one, you really need to read Ms. Marvel forty-six. It's all Spider-Man and Ms. Marvel to go out on a date. It's fantastic.
1: I will definitely read that one then.
0: Okay, you go pick it up from some back issue bin.
1: <laughs> well, so what was so good about Loki? Because that was probably my least favorite.
0: What? Okay, all right, all right. The art, uh, not so much, right? Yeah. Okay. The art, I, I don't like it. It looked like the new Punisher Max, okay? And I don't know if it's the same guy or not, but it, it's, it was really like uh, King of the Hill art. Yes. Yeah. Okay, I, I didn't like that. But trying to figure out what Loki was trying to do and putting him in a position where he's not just mischievous, but he's actually planning... And, like, really trying to find out, you know, how he can cause mayhem. But not only that, but to his benefit. It, it really made him seem like he's a worthy opponent. Because we're reading Thor. And, you know, Loki's teaming up with Doctor Doom. And he's kind of sitting in the back, you know, painting his black fingernails and laughing gleefully. And, you know, we don't see him do anything. Like, he's, you know, he's in Bendis' books or the the Dark Avengers. He's just kind of hanging out, you know, teasing Norman. And we don't see any of that. But this, this was awesome. I got to hand it to, to, is it Gillen or Jillen?
1: Mm, you pick. What do you want it to be?
0: I'm, tonight, Gillen. We'll go with Gillen. All right. All right. Now, Gillen, he wrote a, a Dark Avengers Ares, and that was, that was pretty good. Um, he's currently writing the Thor series, which I haven't been crazy about. And he wrote, I'm sorry to say, Sword one through five. No,
1: minus ten points.
0: Uh, <laughs> I knew you were gonna say it. Like Sword, it was okay. Um, the story not interesting to me. The art was awful, but um, you know I can see how you know some people might appreciate it and enjoy it. Mm-hmm. But then this... anybody
1: back to Siege. <laughs> <laughs> <I'm>
0: bored. <laughs> All right. Well, anyway, I really like this one because, all right, it it had like a six-step plan, okay? And I I wrote out these steps, so bear with me. All right. Step one, make Norman attack Asgard, okay? Now, why is he doing that? He doesn't even care about Earth or Midgard, okay? We're going to find out why he wants to do that. He doesn't just want to cause mayhem and mischief, all right? Number two, he went, he goes and he tries to feed the sisters of Desir with those that died uh, by Baldur's hand, Okay, the ones I think he killed with William, Okay, and he sicked those guys on William to kill him. Do you know what I'm talking about? Have you read Thor?
1: No. Okay, all right. That's why part of Loki was just kind of, you know, there's these blue dead people.
0: And okay, I'll, I'm going to explain it to you. I'm going to explain it to you. All right. There was this guy who was from uh, Oklahoma. Who is it, Braxton? Wherever wherever Asgard is right now. All right, and he fell in love with one of the princesses or whoever in uh, Asgard. Right, and so he, okay. all of Asgard, moved to Latveria, and then they came back. But while they were in Latveria, um, William, the guy who fell in love with her, went with her, and Loki made these guys go attack him and try to kill him, and he did end up dying. And so, uh, but Balder came, and who is currently ruling Asgard, he's the half-son, or he's the son of, uh, of Odin, but he's the half-brother of Thor, okay? Mm-hmm. All right, so he killed him, and now these guys don't have any place to go because Hella doesn't exist, all right? Which is, like, their afterlife. and. Yeah. It's because I believe Hela doesn't exist. I wasn't clear on this, but I believe Hela doesn't exist because Asgard is on Earth. Okay? It's not in its proper realm.
1: Yeah. Uh, And that was because of the whole Ragnarok
0: thing. Right. And that was kind of before I started reading Thor. So I don't know exactly what all happened there. But anyway, he goes and feeds these Sisters of Desir uh, to those that didn't have a hell to go to. And um, we, I find it interesting that Loki didn't know if they were a myth or not, okay? Apparently, these, these ladies went and they uh, had, were very hungry for the flesh of God, so they were cursed, and they haven't eaten in forever because everybody goes to Hella, and they can't eat people they attack or something like that, and not a whole lot of Asgardian gods have died on Earth. So they haven't eaten in a while. So anyway, he gets them to eat. And then he gains their service. And then, step four, he tempts Hela with the gift of hell. A place for the for those in the afterlife to go. All right, Then he goes to hell with the service of the Sisters of Desir. And he defeats a demon while he's talking to Mephisto. The, the sisters defeat a demon. And he makes a deal and gains a place in hell for Hela from Mephisto for 1001 years for the use of the Disir. For 101 days. So he'll turn over the reins from the from the sisters of Desir To Mephisto for 101 days. In exchange for um, Hela using hell for 1001 years. Alright then they all sign an agreement. And we find out that what Loki was up to. Is that he knew that this is going to be the end of Asgard. But when he died he didn't want to go to hell. So he made a deal with Hela and said, alright, when I die, I'm not going to hell because I provided you with a, a place to rule. And so she was like, yeah, that's fine. So this is interesting to me because now it makes me want to read Thor because, alright, all these people are going to die. Loki's not. What's going to happen? What's he going to do? Not only that, what is Mephisto going to do with the Sisters of Disir for 101 days? And hopefully that's in this. Now also... I care because, and I might not care otherwise, but I care because Mephisto made that deal with Spider-Man. So, in this, Mephisto seems like a pretty awful dude. Like, he's going to, like, take these people and go kill everybody. And so, I wanted to, I, maybe, maybe there's a chance it has something to do with Spider-Man. Maybe?
1: I, I No, because we already know what she whispered
0: in his ear. What? Remember Kill Sentry? No. <laughs> it was on the Facebook page. It was on the Facebook page. That is not what Mary Jane whispered in Mephisto's ear. Did not we'll, tell him to kill Sentry.
1: We'll see. <laughs> I think it might have been, um, it might have been Disney should buy you. You know, it might be something like that. I don't know.
0: Maybe, maybe. But I'll tell you this. If, if the Sisters of Seer come out and they kill Sentry, then I'll believe you. Okay.
1: We'll wait for till siege number four. (laughs) Okay. When they come to kill the sentries. What else is interesting too about that is the Loki, the whole Loki thing is that Hela is Loki's daughter. Did you know that?
0: No, uh huh?
1: Yeah, Hela is Loki's daughter. So when all this was going down, I was like, hmm, that's an interesting angle. You know, what does this have to do with you know his whole motivation with his family or? Is just outside of that, you know?
0: How did you know that?
1: Because I know everything, Andy.
0: Oh, my bad. My bad. Whoa. Back <laughs> off. <on. laughs> you know everything, and yet you don't like Daredevil. What's up with that?
1: Exactly, because I know everything, and that's true.
0: Well, will you people out there in the body politic please tell him how awesome Daredevil has been from, like, issue 13 or 14 to issue you know, 86 or whatever when Bendis was on it and then all the way to to now when Brubaker was on it and now that, who's writing it now? Diggle? Andy Diggle? Alright, his, his stuff hasn't been as good, but from Bendis to Brubaker, come on, man. Give it a read.
1: Oh, wait. Do you hear that? No. It's crickets. <laughs> Nobody's coming to tell me that Daredevil's good. <laughs>
0: Nobody. <laughs> they... After they listen to this, they will get on the, the Facebook and they will tell you.
1: <laughs> they will because you private messaged them and told you told them to post something.
0: <laughs> I, I may have offered some cash and really returned.
1: Well, the, the, you know, the other cool thing, I mean, aside from all the uncool things about the Loki one shot, was that it was revealed that Loki is, has been the voice talking in his head, in Norman's head.
0: Oh, that's true. I totally... The whole... Glossed over that.
1: Yeah, it wasn't the whole Green Goblin persona. That's what we thought it was because we've seen pictures of Norman holding the mask and hearing the voice, but all the time it was Loki. So that was the part that I liked about the issue.
0: I am glad you are so positive. You know that? I liked <laughs> this about the issue.
1: I didn't like anything else, but I like that.
0: Fair enough. Well, I do have to say there uh, there was something with uh, the Siege Spider-Man that we were talking about Um, I just wanted to read an excerpt here. This is after the fight. They're going back to Asgard. Alright, um, Spider-Man says, Sometimes I remember I'm just a nerd from Queens who throws like a girl, you know? Like, maybe being down there on the ground is where I should be instead of up here in the clouds. And then she says, Well, I like you in the clouds. And he says, So, Venom, he said he felt your emotions and they were about me? And she says, Are you going to make this weird? And then he replies, not on purpose. <laughs> and then what uh, what that thing saw, it, it, it's complicated, but I'm not saying it's bad. And then Spider-Man says, you like me. And then she replies, shut up. So, all that, I thought it was clever. I like how Reed does it. Um, my interpretive reading, I hope that made it come alive to everybody out there. <laughs> <laughs> But really the whole point here is I would really like to see uh this blossom, you know, because he's kinda got this love thing going on with uh with Black Cat. But like she's a bad guy, you know? Like she her her morals are extremely questionable, and here I think you could really get some good stuff between Ms. Marvel and Spider-Man. Where they're kind of kindred spirits, but yet they're on total opposite ends of the scale. Like, Carol Danvers is really, really important. And Spider-Man, he's not really important. He's important to the little guy on the street who he saves, you know?
1: Yeah, Yeah. So,
0: I think you could get a lot out of that. And I'm sorry that Reed isn't going to be writing any Spider-Man anytime soon that I know of. Cross your fingers. But, um, (laughs) you know, Ms. Marvel's over. It, It ended at issue 50. It hasn't been out for a few months now. And, um... We'll have to see. What do you think? I mean, that, you know, whatever.
1: I, 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 guess I'm still kind of holding out for the whole retcon of one more day. <laughs> <laughs>
0: <No>. <laughs> Give it up, Mayo. <laughs>
1: I, it's only been like five years, but it's still just yeah.
0: <laughs> no, I know what you mean. I, I, it's it's taxing on us all. Hopefully, after this Grim Hunter thing, we'll get to see what's next, and hopefully, it'll address. Everybody keeps saying possibly issue 666. Maybe we'll see something with Mephisto coming back. So, I didn't think about that. Yes, yes. I mean, hmm. hopefully they'll be setting the stage, and that's like right around the corner. What are we at? We're at 629 this week. So 630, that's only one more year to go because that's 36 issues.
1: Hmm. It could be, man.
0: Yes, indeed. I would love to see that.
1: Well, and, you know, for Spider, you know, Spider-Man, you know, if he's got to date anybody, he, he, he should date the chick that reaches into Venom's mouth, pulls the host out, and throws him across the street. Yeah, what would you that think about that? That would be freaking sweet. That was so cool. You like that? That was the best part of the whole issue.
0: <laughs> I like the new, new, the new suited Venom, you know, when she jumped in or when it jumped on her. But the only thing is it didn't look like a girl. It looked like a guy. And then it made it It made it made seem like the symbiote had so much control because it shoved her face back in. Like, no, you stay in there. Yeah. I didn't think the symbiote was that powerful, was it? Is it?
1: I guess it just depends on the writer.
0: I don't know. I, ever since they changed to Mac Gargan, I thought we were supposed to be able to see his eyes. I would like the the, the consistency, you know?
1: Hmm. Uh, maybe it's just part of the symbiote taking over more.
0: Nah, I don't think so.
1: That's what it is.
0: <laughs> what? Whatever. All right. Did you have anything well, else? Other,
1: yeah, I was just the others. I mean, the uh, the Captain America one. I really, really enjoyed that. Uh, Wait, why? Was, oh, well, it was really, it was just cool. Like you got to see Cap and Bucky, just Cap and Bucky together. The whole time, Bucky's kind of wondering, you know, about you know, should I be the Captain America? You know, look, I'm I'm back fighting with my you know, legend. And when, when I was reading this, I was like, oh, you know, it's just going to be a story with, you know, this photographer and Captain is going to come save the photographer and the family or whatever. And so then, you know, they get out of the rubble and they're off to save him. And I'm like, oh, cool. The story's going to be over early. And then Razor Fist is there. I'm like, dude, Razor Fist, he's awesome. Like, he's, you know, this D-level villain, but he's kind of cool. I mean, you have swords for hands. That's sweet, you know? And then, uh, He, like, goes to try and kill the girl, and they have to battle him, and then he takes one down, and he has to battle both of them together, and he gets his razor fist cut off. Like, yeah.
0: You know what? Whenever I read a comic and think to myself, why why do they even write these? I'm going to know why now. Because of you. Because of you, they write these things.
1: You didn't like it.
0: No, no, not at all. Razor fist? Come on.
1: What's
0: wrong with Razor Fist? Oh, he looks. First, first of all, he looks gross. All right, I I'm no fashionista, but I mean, it looks like the guy you know shaves his arms and then lets it grow back halfway, and and he obviously shaved too. <laughs> Fair enough, but <laughs> but he's got like, how does he pick stuff up? How does he drive,
1: dude? We're, we're talking about a universe where people wear underwear on the outside of their pants. You know? Yeah. Yeah. I Yeah. Okay. It a little bit of leeway, because you're right. If he tried to go potty...
0: <laughs> okay, we're going to leave that one alone.
1: <laughs> All right, well, how about Secret Warriors? Did you like Secret Warriors? It was good.
0: Um, Hickman did a good job. Usually, I, I know that Hickman's going to be a fast read, because he doesn't have a whole lot of dialogue, and this uh, bore out. This was true. Um I like that it pretty much just told us that um, Ares was going to come back somehow. It didn't say when, but, you know, don't count him out. I don't think he's going to be back for this series, but I'm interested to see if uh, Secret Warriors goes forward. I'm interested to see how that's going to play out. Um, it was cool that he he broke into the White House, but I, I think that he would should have known better. He should have understood that it wasn't necessarily the president. It was... Norman Osborne, and unless he's saying, okay, well done, President, because you appointed this guy, then I, don't, then I don't really understand, you know?
1: I guess I kind of chalk that up to your dad is Aries, and he's just kind of fueled by emotions and not always rational facts, so you're kind of like that, too.
0: I'm going to assume you're not talking about me when you say you're kind of like that, and you're going to talk about the God of Fear. No, Phobos. <laughs> <laughs> you know, you should understand, you're kind of like that, too.
1: <laughs> no. <laughs> no, 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 I mean, you know, because Ares is just kind of, you know, that thick-headed uh, god that <laughs> just kind of rushes in and does whatever he wants and says whatever he's thinking, and so I think that that just kind of passed down to Phobos, and that's what I was, that's kind of how I took it. You know, he's just very irrational and going after the the top, top person that he thought would have been in charge.
0: Yeah, I can see that. I just figured hanging out with Nick Fury, he would know, like, okay, this is Norman's... But one thing that did bug me, that guy, he was like, hey, did you lose your way? Uh, Did you lose your parents? And then, and the other guy's like, yep, he has a sword. (laughs) And, (laughs) like, oh, did you just miss that? Did you not think, did you think that, like, he took a katana off the wall and he was just walking around with it?
1: For real, yeah. He's got a sword. He's, like, you know, he's waist high. He's in a shield outfit. Uh, you know use your context with those boys this is a problem but I like the scene at the beginning when Ares you know they flashbacks and Ares was talking to Phobos you know on the hill and the sunset just kind of you know got some background information that showed a little bit kind of how Ares was as a dad and that was kind of touching
0: yeah I did like that
1: and then the uh, the Nick Fury part I thought that was it was inappropriate but it was kind of funny when you know he just kind of sat back and was drinking out of his flask like Captain America was trying to take down the ufo's.
0: Actually, I did really enjoy that part. I did really like that because then it, it like kind of establishes like all right, this guy's a big deal. You know, he's not like a superhero, he's lived a long time, but he's so wise and aged and he's got cap and cap kind of respects him too. Yeah. I mean, that is cool. That is cool. And if you're reading um the Marvel's project, you get a little bit of that too. So.
1: Yeah, I'm not reading that.
0: Oh, <laughs> hey. This is news, I don't know if you're going to be excited about that, but apparently um, the 12 is finally going to end in a few months, like, we're finally going to get issues like 9, 10, 11, and 12?
1: Of the 12?
0: Yeah, are you, have you, do you know what that is?
1: not interested.
0: What? Come on, why not?
1: Uh, It's a period, it's like a period comic.
0: Oh, whatever, they're back in today's life. It's like the
1: Agents of Atlas. Nobody cares.
0: Well, they're better than the Agents of Atlas. (laughs) Somehow. I don't know how, but somehow they are.
1: Well, when you figure it out, let me know on the next podcast. Okay, jerk. (laughs) (laughs) Last one then, Young Avengers. Uh, For me, that was just like a waste of 24 issues because I really don't need to see how the Young Avengers are going to get out from under a rock. Just don't care.
0: Well, my biggest question was, why in the world is Sean McKeever writing this? Okay, like, we know that the Young Avengers are going to come back, but, um, what's the guy's name, Heinberg, The original writer is going to be writing it. It's going to be a bi-weekly comic, and it's going to be about them finding the Scarlet Witch. We already know that. So why is Sean writing this? I mean, I love his stuff. I'll be the first to admit that anything he writes, I'm on board with. But this (coughs) one, like... He's gonna write the Young Allies, and I don't think the Young Allies were any of these people. They're No Nomad, Firestar, Aranya, Gravity, and Toro. You know, mm-hmm. so I, I don't know why. You, I mean, maybe they couldn't get Alan Heinberg to write it right now, and so they needed somebody to fill in. And I guess that's all right. But I don't know. I was kind of like, yeah, this is a waste of twenty-four pages. The only thing I liked was when Ronan told Speed that he he was doing a good job. Yeah. So that, I mean, that was kind of. That was kind of a, a touching thing, in your words. Touching.
1: <laughs> and appropriate touching, too.
0: What? And appropriate or inappropriate?
1: It was It was appropriate touching. It wasn't inappropriate, so that's always good.
0: Okay, everybody, you'll have to excuse him. He works in the public school system, so that's why he knows <laughs> all about that.
1: Yeah. I also noticed that I said uh, it's hard for Razor Fist to go potty. <laughs> Grown men don't use the word potty, so forgive me.
0: <laughs> I'm sorry, Jackie, I have to go potty. <laughs> Please excuse me while I go potty.
1: <laughs> so, yeah, so I guess overall you and I agree on that, that the Siege one-shots were just kind of, eh, you know, we'll live without them.
0: Yeah, it was kind of a fun look at, kind of a devastating thing. So. <laughs>
1: I don't know what I've heard all year. (laughs) (laughs) That's awesome.
0: (laughs) Hey, we can all have fun, even though Asgard and a bunch of people are dying. (laughs) We can feel good about ourselves, and everybody was like, "Okay, now back to the real battle." You know?
1: Yeah. Each issue ended like that.
0: (laughs) (laughs) All right. Now I think we have a special guest. And I would like you, sir, if you may. And body politic. Okay, I, I have to explain something to you. It took me a long time, longer than it should have, to explain to Jared that I didn't want him to really act like Craig Kyle as I interview him here. All right, we're kind of doing a special report thing. Special report. Take on the persona, the persona of Craig Kyle and uh, or Kyle and Yost or something like that, right? One of the two? Did you pick or no?
1: I'm going to be an amalgamation of
0: the two. Fair enough. I like that. (laughs) I, I like that. So you're Kyle and Yost. There we go. Okay. So it took me a while to explain that we were not actually trying to dupe you guys into thinking that it was really Kyle or Yost. I'm going to ask him questions about the latest issue of X-Force, which I know you all read. And uh, he's going to give me some answers as if he were answering for uh, Kyle or Yost. And so I'm going to put him on the spot. He does not know these questions ahead of time. So are you ready?
1: This is supposed to be directly them. This is not supposed to be Jared's, with Jared's, uh, you know, witty inside feelings.
0: Oh, right. Yeah. No, no inside wittiness.
1: Okay. That's going to be difficult.
0: You can do it. I know that you can. I believe in you. All
1: right.
0: Okay. Question number one. Thanks for coming on the show, you know. (laughs)
1: No problem.
0: (laughs) (laughs) This is kind of a pretty important issue here. You know, X-Force 26.
1: Yeah, I thought so. Yes. It's awesome.
0: It is awesome. Yes. I think the first thing on everybody's mind is, "Why, why Nightcrawler?
1: had to be somebody that was important to the X-Men. It couldn't be, you know, like these past few deaths that we've had each year have just been kind of loser characters. And it was time to have somebody that really was going to affect the X-Men.
0: I got you. Like Kitty Pride and Colossus, right? You got it. <laughs> okay. <laughs> right. I definitely see that. Now, kind of a, a question about the entire series. Do you think that the tone of X-Force has changed in the 26 issues or do you think that their mission has kind of stayed the same throughout this time?
1: No, that was my intention all along.
0: Which, which one?
1: Exactly. I
0: agree. <laughs> I'm sorry, you must be breaking up. Do you think... Do you, let me repeat the question. Do you think that the tone of X-Force has changed over the past 26 issues? Yes. Okay, how, how, yeah. how so?
1: well because i've matured as a writer i've uh i've just after writing wolverine and the x-men i decided to bring in the mrd and kind of make it like that and uh and um sorry my dog is licking my feet right now next question
0: (laughs) okay now now on to this book specifically um, why did you feel it was important to take up the first two pages with the location of all the different team members? And, and a follow-up question, will that play a, a role in the future?
1: Absolutely, that was my intention all along. By, by taking up those first two pages with all the team members, it kind of gives everybody who's who and where they are, just to keep everybody up to date in case you didn't read the previous issue of X-Men Legacy. Uh, it's also a nice visual. Who doesn't want to see all the characters uh, painted very nicely?
0: Oh, I have to say the art was fantastic. What 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 was your favorite panel, if I can ask?
1: Well, I would probably have to say um, a panel that we ended up scrapping. There was a panel of Storm, and uh, we just weren't able to get it in there. Oh, that, fantastic!
0: That's too bad. That's too bad. And and was Storm supposed to play a major role? You know, being that she is sort of a major X Men.
1: She was and then uh, we decided that we're gonna put her in a different book and give her a mohawk and it's gonna kind of take place in and out of continuity we're not really sure if it fits then we'll say it is in continuity if it doesn't then we're gonna pass
0: and I, be- I believe your good friends gonna write that right
1: yes I- I'm sorry I have so many good
0: friends and who who would that, who would that be it's a surprise <laughs> Okay. All right. Well, you know, it was rumored that um, Storm was actually supposed to be the one to die and not Nightcrawler. Um, what, do you, what do you have to say about that? Any Anything? Any comment?
1: Well, Andy, this is kind of upsetting to me that you haven't been following the, the different teasers that Marvel.com has been producing. Because the teaser obviously had six characters and Storm was not one of those six.
0: Oh, no, I haven't. I haven't. Can you enlighten me?
1: You haven't? Well, they're on your Facebook page. You know, the teasers for Who Will Die? There was a picture of Colossus, Iceman, Nightcrawler, Cable, Magic, and somebody else. Where is this? Arch- Archangel. That's who it was.
0: Is it under Second Coming?
1: I don't know. I don't manage your website.
0: <laughs> 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 All right. Let's see here. Oh, you know what? <laughs>
1: Have a lot of time for this.
0: People, w- <laughs> bear bear with me, sir. Just sirs, just a second. You know, I had no idea that people were commenting on these pictures because I don't get notifications on that. But look, oh man. Okay, all right. Well, Tiger, Tyga, Uh Tyga Thomas. He says he hopes it's not um, Warpath who dies. X Force number twenty six. Yeah,
1: I was kind of con- confused by that too because obviously Warpath's not in that picture.
0: Right, right, right. So you did read our. I, I'm so happy that you're. Are you a fan on our, our website? No, I'm not. Okay, well, you know, I understand that you, you have to be picky and choosy and not take sides and everything, so.
1: Well, it's just. You only have 217 fans. If you get up to 300, then I might.
0: Right, okay, well, we'll, we'll try to do that. Everybody out there will tell at least one other person, and then, uh, you know, and then we'll have four more.
1: Yes, and and it, put a dollar in an envelope and send it to me. And then four of the people will send you a dollar. And then... And and then they will... Then those four people will send it to four people who will send it to 16 people who then send you a dollar. And just keep it up.
0: Right, right. I've heard of people going to jail for this. Let's get back to the book, okay? Let's let's do another question. Was it your idea to have Rogue absorb all the different powers to defend Hope? Because I think that was in Legacy, the last issue of Legacy, right?
1: Really what's been happening is Editorial has pushed Rogue on to me. Okay. With X-Men Legacy, I'm not really understanding why the, the book is only about Rogue and a bunch of uh, little X-Men wannabe characters, and so I was just kind of forced to incorporate her into the story, and I'm doing the best I can with what I got.
0: Well, you know, you're doing a great job. So, so you're saying it wasn't your idea?
1: Uh, I don't think so.
0: Okay, all right, good thinking. All right, um, another question, if I may. How was the, I'll just deem it and call it the, the Bastion bot, How was that stopped by Nightcrawler's teleporting?
1: Uh, Because uh, he teleported into him at the same time his hand was going. So he didn't teleport in front of the hand or beside the hand. He teleported right into it, thus displacing and pulling off Bastion's
0: hand. Right, and so when the Bastion bot died or fell over, is it because that hand was extremely critical?
1: Well, it just short-circuited him.
0: Oh, uh, obviously. Okay. All right. Good. Good answer. All right. Um, Is this the furthest that Nightcrawler has ever teleported? I mean, from Las Vegas to Utopia?
1: Well, I believe he went farther than Las Vegas. Wasn't he in Kansas City?
0: Is that true?
1: I believe that's where I had him.
0: (laughs) If I may. Oh, it does say Kansas City. Yes. Why did I think Las Vegas?
1: That's all right, boy. You should be reading more.
0: Oh, excuse me, but I think page 11 clearly says Las Vegas, Nevada.
1: Well, you see, if you look at page 2, I have Nightcrawler and Rogue in Kansas City.
0: Right, but after that, the story progresses, I think, and so that they're teleporting from Kansas City to Las Vegas. I don't think so. Okay, all right, that's fine. That's fine. Uh-huh. All right, let's, let's move on. Uh, it's good to have you on the show. I don't know if I told you that. No, you didn't. Okay. All right. Well, it is. Let's be honest here. I'm sorry?
1: Am getting anything for this?
0: Um, yeah. Everyone go and buy these comics. Okay. Let's be honest. Hasn't Nightcrawler just really been asking for it lately? He's been what? Like asking for it. Asking to get also. it. To be killed. Also, talk to me. Oh. I I believe if I'm not mistaken we we had that uh, Nightcrawler one shot where he left the team and then decided you know what it's really not that bad I'm coming back and he's been moping around saying why do you need two teleporters you already have another teleporter she can teleport further she's magical she's half fairy I'm only half elf you know and and then he's been getting in the way of Cyclops plans. plans uh, sort of like Beast but you know he just can't seem to pick up and leave so he's kind of been asking for it and, and I wouldn't be surprised if Cyclops kind of paid Bastion off, you know what I'm saying?
1: Hmm, that's an interesting theory. And I really didn't think I'd put all those pieces out there for you to come up to that conclusion.
0: Well, I'm yeah. s- I'm sorry to bust your bubble, but I think uh, I think next time you might have to hide those a little bit better.
1: Well, what we're trying to do is bring Pixie up to the forefront and eventually lead the X-Men. And I couldn't have two teleporters around. So it was either Pixie or... Um, Nightcrawler or Ariel and you saw I killed off that we killed off Ariel in X-Men Legacy so I took care of that one and then it was either Pixie or Nightcrawler and why would I keep Nightcrawler around when I can have Pixie
0: oh obviously so I mean so she definitely has a, a spot on the team after uh, Cyclops gets killed or steps down or. well,
1: well it was going to be Pixie and the X-Men instead of Wolverine and the X-Men but um, you know we're working our way there
0: Oh, interesting! So, yeah, I can't wait for season three when that when that happens.
1: Actually, they canceled us.
0: That is uh, that's surprising with all the great plans you've been laying forth here.
1: Yeah, I was uh, really surprised.
0: Did they really cancel?
1: They, hold- it? they did. Wow! They uh, could not come up to a um, monetary agreement with the production company, and so they chose not to renew it after the episode of season two had already been in production.
0: Well, I have to say, I do feel your pain on that one. Not necessarily the same amount of pain, but some pain.
1: Yes, Jared almost cried when he read that.
0: I know. I know Mr. Mayo personally, and I believe that he is a very emotional individual. What
1: does that mean? <laughs>
0: okay. All right. So, all right. <clears throat> two more questions. Uh, two more. Um, how do you see this affecting the team in the near term and long term, and then who will be the most upset?
1: Well, if I was on the team, I would definitely have follow up and exposition and all that kind of stuff, but since this will mostly the effects of this will mostly be felt and uncanny. Um it will probably just be a, a quick little flashback or something. Nothing too major.
0: Oh, that that's kinda sad.
1: Hey, that's how we roll.
0: And who <laughs> who will be the most upset over this change?
1: Uh, you know, probably Wolverine. Really? If you notice the last page, you know Wolverine was uh, visually, visibly shaken, and uh, you know they've always said that if there were two friends that were really close on the X Men, it was Wolverine and Nightcrawler because they were good drinking buddies, and so that's what I'm going to go with. Hmm. I can't spoil too much. <laughs>
0: <laughs> All right, last question: Do you believe in hope?
1: Who doesn't believe in hope?
0: Well, I, I'm just saying. I mean, I'm not saying that you don't. I'm asking if you do.
1: Absolutely. Absolutely. I have hope and hope.
0: Really? What What exactly are you believing in hope?
1: Well, I just thought that this was, you know, a good time to bring about change and give the people hope. And uh, that's what I've done. Lots of broken promises, though, but uh, hope and change, change and hope.
0: Okay. All right. Well, you know, cable definitely had to change hope for a while. I'm sure in the early days. So um, I think you're right. I think you're right. Thank you very much for coming on the show. And I'm, uh, you know, anytime you want to come back on and and talk about how you're not very happy with uh, your other X Men writers, you feel free. Yeah,
1: I don't think this will be happening again.
0: Okay. Well. Well. Thanks anyway. I'm. I'm. I'm really sorry that uh, Jared had to miss this. Yeah.
1: Yeah. He's very emotional. Right.
0: In some in some aspects, not in a bad way, you know. All right. Okay. Well, thanks for coming. I'll I'll talk to you later. Probably not. <laughs> All right. Hey, Jared, I don't know if you heard, but we had uh, Craig, Kyle, and and, and up uh, Yoast. Uh, he kind of an amalgamation answering our questions. He had some very <laughs> oh, that's awesome. Very good insights. I'm not sure if you're aware of that.
1: Good deal. That's he, awesome.
0: He didn't really sound like he was, you know, he was really enthused with uh, what was going on in the X universe.
1: Hmm.
0: I mean, all the stuff he, all the stuff that he or they did, they were, they were happy about, I guess.
1: Yeah. Well, I think they're really good writers. They do some amazing stuff.
0: Oh, definitely. I wish you had been here. You know, maybe, uh, maybe you could have thrown some, uh, thrown some compliments at them.
1: Yeah. Maybe next time. <laughs>
0: Well, man, we are just speeding along here.
1: (laughs) Yeah. Did you have anything you wanted to talk about This is with
0: X-Force? I'm just kind of disappointed that um, they're going to be taking off the book. You know, um, who's going to be put on it? Remender? I don't know, really. I think Remender's going to be put on it with, um, and Wolverine's going to lead it instead of Cyclops, and he's going to assemble his own team. And they're going to actually take on Apocalypse. Did you know that? Yeah. Yeah, I did. Yeah, so that should be interesting, because we just saw, I mean, Thanos is coming back, Apocalypse is coming back.
1: They're just going to do it the right way, you know? That's why I was kind of excited, like, here Apocalypse coming back, but not written with, you know, Yost and Kyle. Like, oh man, they would have done it right, you know? So I've got high hopes, but I'm not letting my expectations get too high.
0: I'm hoping for something good. I like Remender. I like what he does. I'm not liking Frankencastle Castle right now, but I do. I did like his. <laughs> I don't know why you're laughing.
1: It's hard to just say Franken Castle with a straight face. Uh, fair...
0: <laughs> I do like uh, what he did with um, Doctor Voodoo. So he was good on that. Awesome. Even though that got canceled.
1: Yeah, about that. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Well, I I have the Tinas. The Tina Award. How many Tinas do you have?
1: I've got two.
0: Ooh, I have three. I almost
1: went with three, but I stopped.
0: All right. Well, I mean, we had we covered about six issues, so it may be difficult. That's cool. Are you? <laughs> are you, do you? Are you feeling confident that you can get some of these?
1: Oh, are we guessing again? Yes, yes. Oh, crap. <laughs> There's issues. <laughs> this was fantastic. Okay. <laughs> okay. All right, we'll do... That's great, so go ahead.
0: We'll tr- we'll try it. We'll try it. All right. As you know, body Politic, our Tina Awards are to commemorate the lovely, the elegant, the beautiful, the... What am I missing here? Raunchy. Raunchy? <laughs> That's not a good word. What's wrong with raunchy? What's wrong with raunchy? It has negative connotation.
1: Oh, I never saw it as having negative connotation.
0: What does it mean then? I thought raunchy was like dirty like a dirty sexy <laughs> Well, it's it's
1: like it's not like, you know, like prim and proper Sunday school pretty. But it's not, like, prostitute sexy. It's just kind of like, you know, on the edge, like, in your face.
0: Okay, Ed, edgy, edgy, got it.
1: Edgy, edgy. <laughs> okay. Yeah, that's what I interpret it as.
0: The edgy Tina Turner. I think <laughs> there we, we I think we both need to look that word up and find out exactly, exactly <laughs> what that means. Okay, all right. Um, <laughs> so, anyway, um... Jared has a has a fantastic love of all things Tina, and we kind and I you know and I love politics and stuff and um, oh also yeah you you were gonna ask me some questions about this uh, conspiracy theory stuff I forgot about that
1: yeah that wasn't on the agenda that you had sent me so I wasn't sure if I was allowed
0: what you're allowed to come up with anything you want to come <laughs> up with you make me sound like like a taskmaster not the taskmaster. Cause it's that would be I really awesome. knew
1: what this was like If the the politics really knew The stuff that I go through For this podcast <laughs> It's awful
0: it, what, What's awful?
1: Just the way that you treat me
0: What? No What are you talking about?
1: It's like working with Hitler <laughs> <laughs> Hey you get
0: paid So you shut your mouth
1: <laughs> That's right
0: <laughs> <laughs> Paid with breadcrumbs I guess I don't know <laughs>
1: No, I mean, do you want to talk about the conspiracy this, this episode, or do you want to do it the next one?
0: No, we can do it the next one. That's fine. Okay. I'm, I'm kind of not looking forward to being pinned down and ask about my <laughs> fantasy life. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, first one. Are you ready?
1: Oh, um, I'm going to try.
0: Okay, now this is... I'm gonna tell you this one. Uh, it should be fairly obvious. You just have to think through each issue, okay? And I'll give you a couple guesses. All right, it's a fool in love. You're just a fool. You know you're in love. What you say? You got the to let you fool
1: in love. Okay.
0: And Let's take your go. time. Take your time because I can edit out pauses.
1: I'm gonna guess Young Avengers.
0: That's great.
1: Why? Because they were all like under the rubble and falling in love and stuff.
0: <laughs> <laughs> that is exactly correct. Yes, yeah. pa- Patriot with Hawkeye, he decides it's the best time to go ahead and steal a kiss when they're about to die. And yeah. uh, I, I'm I'm ashamed that only the girl had her head on straight. And nothing against girls, but I you know I would like to see <laughs> I would like to see a guy you know who I can relate with. Patriot, who couldn't relate with Patriot, uh, you know, come out and say, Hey, let's get this thing done. You hold this, I'll hold this, and we'll we'll get out of this place.
1: I'm down with that, yo.
0: <laughs> Word. All right. <laughs> <laughs> that was a good pick. Oh, thank
1: a you. Great song.
0: <laughs> that was a good guess. A good guess.
1: That was Tina's first charting single. But that's another story. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Right. Mine, my first one, it takes 2. It takes 2. Baby. It takes two baby. Just me and you.
0: It takes 2. I'm going to go with Captain America siege, Captain America to to defeat the the razor Blade Man. Oh yeah, Captain
1: Bucky. It takes 2 cuz it took two to take him down. Yeah, why
0: in the world is that? I don't understand.
1: I think it was just trying to be symbolic, you know, they're working together, even though, you know, it's kind of like who will be Captain America, you know, which one is going to have the shield, the share in the shield or whatever. It just showed good teamwork, bonding, and and acceptance of of, uh, what's to come. That's what I was interpreting it as.
0: Yeah, all in all, it was an okay. I didn't like how the parents just forsook their children. They were like, you know what? Let's go make some money. Let's get a snapshot and sell it. I was like, man, these people deserve what they get. Okay, all right. Uh, Tina number two for me is break through the barrier. It's okay. It's all right. Try again. Break
1: through the barrier. You're not supposed to know that song. Why? Because it was just on the Days of Thunder soundtrack in 1986. That's the only place it's ever appeared. It's like (laughs) rare.
0: (laughs) (laughs) It it astonishes me. The trivia you know about Tina Turner. If you like this one, you'll love the next one. You'll love the next one. I guarantee it.
1: Um, okay, Break Through the Barrier, Man.
0: It was in Spider-Man. It was in the Siege Spider-Man one.
1: Oh, really? With, like, their whole love thing?
0: Mm, sort of. I, I said, all right, Break Through the Barrier. Ms. Marvel breaking through Venom and... Uh, Ms. Marvel breaking through the Venom symbiote. And then also Spider- well, like not breaking. <laughs> <laughs> and then also Spider-Man breaking through... Uh, Ms. Marvel, the like the the exterior, the hard exterior, and getting into her heart.
1: Okay, that was a tricky one. Good job.
0: I, I'm not trying to trick you, you know.
1: I know, I know. That was good.
0: All right, sir. Yours.
1: All right, my last one is the best.
0: It's it's what?
1: The best.
0: The best?
1: Yeah, simply the best.
0: Well, you said that Spider-Man was the best one, but... (laughs) (laughs) Wolverine's the best at what he does.
1: (laughs) And what I do ain't pretty, bub.
0: Goodness gracious, the best. That's extremely vague. Nick Fury? Nope. Oh, goodness gracious. That's a tough one. what, what is it? It's Nightcrawler, just
1: he's simply the best. You know, he went out. He he's been an X man since nineteen seventy five. He went out. He needs a good anthem to just, you know, simply the best. Like he's he's a good guy.
0: Okay, I'm sorry, I, I assumed that the best person would be the one that survived. So I like... No, hope is a loser. <laughs> <laughs>
1: No, he just needs a a good, like, the best is the sixth most requested song to be played at funerals. And I'm like, yeah, Nightcrawler is the best. Okay,
0: how do you know that? Know what? It's the sixth most requested song at funerals. How in the world would you know that? (laughs) Because I know most things that have to do with Tina. (laughs) 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 Wow, holy cow. Okay, all right. This one. All right. I want you to tell me which album that this was on. Okay? Okay. He Lives in You. He lives in you. He lives in me. He watches all. everything we see.
1: He Lives in You was on the Lion King 2 soundtrack.
0: Good night. I thought for sure you wouldn't know that. Oh, yeah. The Lion King two soundtrack, Simba's pride. Man, oh man, I was trying to stump you.
1: Nah, I actually got to even sing that. We did a we did a presentation of Lion King, and I tried out for that one because it was Tina's song, and I got it.
0: <laughs> where, where was this?
1: Oh, this is back in high school.
0: That movie was out in high when we were in high school.
1: Yeah, dude. I know. Man,
0: we're old. <laughs> I just recently watched Little Mermaid, Ariel's Beginnings. Oh. I, I It's like a prequel. It's like a trilogy now. Ariel's Beginnings, then <laughs> the Little Mermaid, and then Return to the Sea about her daughter wanting to become a mermaid. Oh, man, it was awful. It was just terrible. Like
1: It was. We hated it. You saw it? I love the Little Mermaid. <laughs> <laughs> She's my favorite. She's the, the best one. <laughs>
0: Her bangs go out, like, a foot from her head, dude.
1: <laughs> I always think of that.
0: <laughs> I am learning so much about you. <laughs> all right, the Little Mer... Okay, all right, you know, that's a valid choice. I saw that when, that came out when we were in first grade, and, uh... The
1: first Little Mermaid, not the prequel.
0: Right, yeah, yeah, yeah. When we were in first grade, and look, I'll tell you why I like that one. It's because Prince Eric is the same voice actor as Spider-Man in 1994 through 99.
1: The guy that played the in the Brady Bunch?
0: What? He was in the Brady Bunch?
1: Yeah, that's Greg from the Brady Bunch. No. Yes.
0: I'm looking it up right now. IMDb. The movie. Little Mermaid. <laughs> 1989. All right, let's see here. Eric, Christopher Daniel Barnes. Oh, he played Spider-Man in Shattered Dimensions, which is the new video game coming out. He was in Daredevil vs Spider-Man. He was in Jackie Chan Adventures. He was in Seventh Heaven for a couple episodes. The Brady
1: Bunch movie, number 26.
0: 1995, Greg Brady. Oh, the movie. Yeah. Oh, come on. I thought you were talking about the show. No, I said the movie. Well, my bad. (laughs) Let me get a picture of this guy. I'm sorry, friends at at home.
1: (laughs) You can delete some of this
0: stuff. (laughs) I guess I can. They're back to save America. You know, I never saw that. (laughs) Me either. (laughs) How did you know he was in that then? If you never saw that. Oh, no, I've
1: seen the Brady Bunch movie. I thought you meant the Action America movie.
0: Action America? No, it says we're back to save America, the Brady Bunch.
1: Oh, oh, I, I didn't know it was called We're
0: Back to Save America. Whatever, whatever. Okay, he lives in you, okay? Where is that? What What? Okay. what issue is that from? All right, I've got these Caps, These Secret Warriors. He lives in, I guess, with Bobos trying to live on the Ares legacy? Oh, that is a good guess, and I did not think of that. This, I actually got this award before I read that issue, so guess again.
1: Okay. With um, Venom living in Ms. Marvel?
0: No, no, but again, I, I guess I didn't think this one through. It could be a lot of things.
1: <laughs> okay. Um...
0: I was thinking more of a very sinister, sick joke type of thing.
1: With Bastion's arm being in Nightcrawler. Yes,
0: yes. Xverse 26.
1: That's <laughs> I just said he was simply the best. And now you're making jokes about him dying.
0: <laughs> the arm was living in him. Here's an award
1: for an arm in your chest. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I thought his whole death was contrived and whatever. I didn't think it was that good.
1: Nah, he could have gone out better.
0: At first, I, I got it spoiled, actually, by somebody on the board. I went and looked up who died, and then I read it. And as soon as he got hit the first time with the blast as he was running back for hope, I was like, that's it? That's how he dies? That's ridiculous. And then, like, he jumped in front, and it was more heroic, and he, he prayed, and then he said, I have hope in you, and then he was dead. I was like, okay, that's a little bit better. But yeah. I just thought the whole, he was asking for it the whole the whole time.
1: Yeah, he was. It's sad. I mean, who, who doesn't like Nightcrawler, you
0: know? Oh, exactly.
1: Everybody likes Nightcrawler.
0: Oh, yeah. All right, sir, are we about done?
1: I think we are ready to take
0: it home. All right, fantastic. Once again, this is Marvel 616 Politics. You can visit our website at marvel616politics.com or email us at marvel616politics at gmail.com. And again, we're on Twitter uh, at 616politics.
1: Facebook us, Marvel616Politics, facebook.com slash Marvel616Politics. Leave us a note, write us a witty message, or even give us a call, uh, 616 755
0: Tina. And uh, go check out our new webpage and tell us what you think of it on Facebook. I don't think there's a place to comment yet on the webpage. I'm still working on how to to do that in HTML. So if any of you guys are uh, web designer gurus out there, drop me a line. And uh, let me know, give me some tips. And if anybody, oh, also, hey, I know we do some Tina stuff in the beginning as an intro, but if anybody is musical out there and wants to do an intro for us or wants to uh, compose anything for us, feel free to do that, too. But it
1: can't suck.
0: Well, yes, I'm glad you said that. It can't, we're not going to just, we'll take auditions. How about that? Yeah. Okay.
1: Let's do that. (laughs)
0: Not that we think any of you guys out there suck. It's just a general blanket statement.
1: Yeah, we, we love interacting with you guys on Facebook. That's awesome.
0: Unfortunately, Jared only gets to interact at lunch. That's a bummer.
1: Dude, they just announced today we have to sign a waiver that says we will not be on the internet even during our lunchtime for next school year.
0: Why? Because
1: people are abusing it i guess
0: (laughs) who would do that
1: (laughs) oh that's gonna kill me all right
0: hey you have outlook you have twitter you you have dropbox right we can see the
1: technical guru he has set me up to get behind the system
0: (laughs) (laughs) sorry state of ohio Look, like what we're going to have to do is we're just going to have to get you, like, a phone or something that you can go on the internet with or something.
1: Uh, yeah, I got to get, a, like, a, a phone with a data plan.
0: Yeah, unfortunately that, you know, that, that'll that up your cost. But
1: Ooh, we could take donations to the website, though.
0: We could, but I don't think we're to a point yet polished enough where people would pay for this material.
1: <laughs> yeah, especially after this episode. <laughs>
0: Hey, I I learned so much this episode, so maybe out there people are taking notes. I don't know. (laughs) All right, man. You have a good night. And to all you out there in radio land or podcast land, until next time, make yours Marvel 616 Politics. Good night.